When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports, Fantasy Football, and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great shows. And if you can, please give us that five-star review wherever you give us or wherever you get our podcast. Well, someone gave me a one-star review the other day because I didn't put out the episode on audio fast enough. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> it's like i'm being paid a tremendous amount of money for this or something which i'm not so come on cut some slack there so give us some five star reviews instead plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do whatever it is that you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break and we're almost at 400 subscribers so please go ahead and subscribe on youtube today so you get the latest notifications on when we go live on the air and like our videos like like thumbs up thumbs up is always free for us it's free right here at the lakers fast break we're giving away for likes if all you have to do is just hit that like button right here (laughs) go ahead and subscribe do whatever you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break pop culture cosmos game source inside sports fantasy football the john mccallion channel on youtube check out all the crazy and awesome things that he talks about and does including a crispy cream donut challenge that he did earlier this week Right there for you on YouTube at John McCallum. And go ahead and like and subscribe as well. Right there for you. Plus, Joe Sorrell. You know he's roaming around somewhere at LakersBall.com. It's Ox1947. And if you want your lawn transformed, he is so busy, but he'll take care of you and your lawn in the Southern California area. Even you too. He did tell me off air, John, that he would take care of your lawn too if you were interested at Simblades. Simblades with the Y.com. He said, even you, Mike even you money has no emotions that's correct (laughs) (laughs) this is true this is true indeed plus also our good friends jamie sweet with his five things articles and laker tom the number one lakers blogger that's out there i do hope he's feeling better because i know he's been under the weather this week so hopefully he will get well laker tom right there for you at lakerholics.com and if you could do go ahead and just support all of that Plus, our good friends of the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. I know, Juan, great to have you here. Great to have Zangerstein, everybody in the world's best Lakers chat right there for you at the Lakers Fast Break, already starting up. This game, my gosh, this game had some twists and turns indeed. Started out rough for the Lakers with, with Joel Embiid 
as the Lakers head into Philly to go ahead and face off against the Sixers. Joel Embiid destroyed the Lakers in the first quarter when Lady went out with three fouls real quickly, and it looked like something that the Lakers were just going to get blown out the door. But in the second quarter, Austin Reeves played out of his mind and got the Lakers close back. And actually, they had a six-point lead in the second quarter until, unfortunately, again, the foul troubles started rearing their head, and the Lakers still were only behind by two at the half. And the Lakers, at various points in time during the second half, looked out of sync as they were down by, I believe, as many as 18 or 19 points in the second half. Looked like they were all but done. John, uh, on our live watch party on Lakers Fast Break, on playback, actually left and you know, to go ahead and set up for today's show. Nick mm. Medina, who I also appreciate being on the live, I think he just left all together. He was still on, but I think he just went to go do other things. Because the Lakers, with about a minute left, were down by 10 in the fourth quarter after just not being able to go ahead and sustain any kind of momentum with Philadelphia shooting insanely good from the outside. At one time, they were above 52% from, from behind three. DeAnthony Melton hitting a, a eight threes overall in the game for the Lakers in that last minute. You know, a whole game, nothing was going right. That last minute, everything went right for the Lakers almost except for the fact they didn't make enough free throws. They cut the game down to five, and then an Austin Reeves uh, right there for you, hitting a, a three-point shot to get them back in the game. And then both Austin Reeves and Anthony Davis at the free throw line with a chance to win the game. Both of them missed crucial free throws, and it went into overtime. And unfortunately, the Lakers ran out of gas in overtime and just got steamrolled i think they were outscored 13 to 2 yes 13 to 2 in the overtime only scored their last two in the final minute and the lakers unfortunately fall after bravely coming back in the last minutes of the regular time during the fourth quarter but unfortunately fall after a miserable overtime poor execution missed shots missed layups 133 to 122 and here today to talk about today's game and the highs and the lows of today's game with AD getting in foul trouble early. He exploded for 20-plus in the fourth quarter and actually had a good game statistically, even though he was hampered with fouls with 31 points and 12 rebounds. LeBron James, 23 points and six assists, although he struggled from the, free, from the field. Nine of 22, one of eight from three. Four of eight from the free throw line, a very subpar game and a very subpar 23. If he had even a decent game, the Lakers would have won. Pat Beverly was four of four for nine points, which I think is like an offensive outburst for him. Lonnie Walker was six eleven for 15 points. Austin Reeves, again, a, hit some crucial shots for the team. Nine of 15, four of six from three, 25 points. And Russell Westbrook with a triple-double, even though he only shot four of 14 he also struggled going to for the layups. But here today to talk about that and the up and down nature of today's game. Good man indeed. You got to go ahead and subscribe today to his awesome channel right there for you. John McCallion. You cannot misspell his name because it's right there, plastered right there for you on the video. And for audio, I've got it right there in the description. So you cannot avoid going ahead and subscribing today to the John McCallion channel. It is John McCallion. John, great to have you here. You were sensational on the live watch party. <sighs> we thought this game was over halfway through the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, 
um, because I think was there, like a minute and a half left or something like that. I stepped away. I said, hey, Joel, I'm going to get ready for the post game. Mm-hmm. And I come back and we meet up again for the post game. And he's like, Lakers are down by three. I was like, what? <laughs> exactly. So we both watched the game. And then also legend has it that Nick still hasn't returned to his computer. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, but if he's listening or now to us right now on YouTube, come on aboard. I gave you the link. No worries if you don't want to. Joe's not here to scare you. Tom's not here to scare you. Jamie Sweet or Sean Grice are not here to scare you. Come on. Come on, Dan. We don't bite. No, no. But, John, you know, I don't know whether to be encouraged or not encouraged by today's game. Again, they had to fight through a lot of adversity. AD going out early with three fouls. The fact that they could not defend the perimeter at all. De'Anthony Melton hit eight threes compounding the fact that Joel Embiid destroyed Thomas Bryant during that first quarter. A lot to talk about, but again, the Lakers persevered and came back and actually had a chance to win. Just almost blows my mind. Yeah, uh, for me, what bothers me more than losses is that they waited all that time to put in the effort. Um, it reminded me of last season where, you know, the veterans get comfortable. And then, uh, you know, with, I guess, you know, they wait until two minutes left in game. They're like, oh, shoot, we got to win this game. And all of a sudden they wake up and... Um, and they put in all that effort, and the, to me, honestly, that bugs that bugs me more than loss itself because the loss, you know, you can always uh, not make it up, but you can always, you know, improve your record, your record later. But um, you know, if they're gonna play each game with this type of psychology, where you know they they wait, you know, to to put in their best effort with only a couple minutes in the game, then you know, there's gonna be a long season. It's not gonna take him very far. But yeah, what what to me was very surprising is that. Um, you know, Austin Reeves and uh, Anthony Davis are both pretty good uh, free throw shooters, but, you know, they couldn't, you know, it, what I was telling Gerald was that if, if Austin Reeves or Anthony Davis had made, you know, one of those two free throws they missed, all they needed was one, they would have won the game. So, but yeah, the the fact that they went to the last, you know, two, three minutes to, you know, make serious, to play serious defense, um, you know, it was really disappointing to me. It was disappointing to me as well. I mean, that's pretty much what I can take away from it. But once again, it's the Lakers' fast break. The Lakers, unfortunately, collapsed in overtime after working so hard to get back into the game and tie the game, 133-122 to to the Philadelphia 76ers. Also here today, popping right in. Weren't sure if he was going to make it, but he is here. He's the madman behind, of course, Ox1947 at LakersBall.com. Again, you know, he'll even take care of John. You know, again, as you said, John, you know, money has no emotions. If you want to go ahead and transform your lawn today at Symbolades, Symbolades with the Y.com, it is Joe Soro. Joe, great to have you here, my friend. You said you weren't sure if you're going to make it here for the post game, but again, with a such a, ah, just a kind like this is a game we could have had easily. Philadelphia collapsed down the stretch of that fourth quarter. We had the game in the palm of our hands and couldn't execute down the stretch when it concerns free throws just a matter of making one free throw and just couldn't get the job done that last five minutes and three seconds was a microcosm of this team's i guess personality um it is it is absolutely astonishing how bad a doc rivers coach team is closing games out this is i i wasn't really thinking too much about the laker situation after obviously we we once they were up five six seven points in overtime i knew they were going to lose 
But I was just sitting there going, the fact that it got to this point, I don't know what Doc Rivers does, but it it is really bad. I mean, he can't close a door. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's really. I I, I I I was again. I was just in shock. I was out for dinner tonight. That's why I initially said I might not be able to make it. One of the few dinners I can go to on a Friday night because of stuff going on. But it was an early night, luckily, and I was able to get here and, and watch the last few minutes of that fourth quarter. I was following it on on the phone. Uh, we were down 18. Uh, I think we were down nine at one point, and then it went back up to 15 or something, and that, that was it. That was yeah, the last time. went down to, I think, 18 or 19. Yeah. yeah, it was 18, and then it went to nine, and then it went to 15. As soon as it was 15, I, I, I kind of had uh, submitted to the fact that they were not going to win. And then as I got to my truck, uh, as the evening ended, I saw 120-120 OT. I was like, what the hell happened? <laughs> yeah, same um, thing that John did. He, yeah. was, he was on our live watch party. And by the time he came into the uh, into the stream here, as far as on Melon, yeah, he was just like, what happened? And I had to tell him, we're tied, man. Yeah, it's I, – I will say this. I was really towing the line on the current roster with Russell Westbrook. Uh, Russell Westbrook had a triple-double tonight, but Russell Westbrook's deficiencies are too large to ignore, even when he's a good teammate and does some good things. So after tonight's game, I have finally come to the realization that he needs to go still. And the Lakers hopefully have a little bit more to play with now that he has shown some Ability to, I guess, put the team first a little bit. Uh, it's the first time I've seen him do that this year. And try and see if you can get somebody in the, in here that can that can make a shot. None, no one could make a shot uh, in the fourth quarter. I will give him credit on that one play at the very end. And I told John this, and I also told Nick. Uh, I think I don't know if Nick was listening or not because he was actually his logo was still there. But I, I when the Lakers with uh just a few seconds left a he gave the ball he could have scored tried to put it up underneath but tobias harris was on him but he gave the ball up to ad he made the right basketball play usually he doesn't that that late in the shot clock or that late in the game to the, today he did unfortunately like i said ad just missed that one free throw i uh it's, it's I, I i'm trying not to I, and austin reeves missed that one free throw i i don't know how else to say this because it's such a basketball is such a unforgiving sport and this is the best way I can explain this you can make the greatest play a play a goal and make the dumbest play but just like just like winning and losing I hate losing and I criticize losing more than I love winning so someone like Russell Westbrook is the is, is the quintessential hot and cold player he can make an amazing play and then when he does the dumb play it may it it overrides the good play i just i don't and on and worse that four on one fast break i i i think that was the play that made me want to punch myself in the face gerald saw my reaction to that from 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 act because i want (laughs) i wanted to not see it or have it in my mind anymore and this is the part, the refs, right? This yeah. is the part, this is the part in 
reality where when you tell me something like someone is a smart player or has a high IQ player or whatever, and I know what I'm watching, stop telling me what I already have seen. Stop telling me I'm not seeing what I'm seeing. That was disgustingly bad from guys that skilled, that experienced, and supposedly have high IQ. You miss a free throw, you miss a free throw. I get it, okay? They missed a free throw. But there is absolutely no excuse for professional basketball players and for three of those guys being first ball Hall of Famers to miss a freaking layup on a four-on-one. That is just, I mean, that will not leave my mind. It, it makes me sick thinking about it right now. And it's it's just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get what these guys do all day. How can you miss so many free throws and not run a fundamental fast break? You guys are in your 20th and 14th and your 12 seasons. You're six foot ten. You're six foot eight. You guys, how the hell do they keep missing these things? You can't say one-on-one. It's four-on-freaking-one. How do you miss that shot? I didn't see that shot missed for years, up until the last three years. What happened? Tell me. Somebody tell me. Explain it to me. What happened to these guys' mindsets? I don't know. I, I, I don't... I don't know. It's 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 one thing to get beat. It's another to 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 just completely crash in areas you're not supposed to crash. I don't get it. I don't get it. I see a YouTube short coming on the way just to let you know, John. <laughs> this is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I don't feel like that people have done that as much, especially with this international release. You can get it out there right now. I know you can get it out there, but it, it feels like this time last year, people have just been like, oh, you can get you the Here's cell phone copy, version you know? that was taped somewhere where it's like, you know, shell shaky, <laughs> has some dude or some family that's walking right in front of you as they're finding their seat with the popcorn already in hand. No, you know, come that, on, you, really? yeah, that version is already available. Yeah, but I mean, like with a mono I, sound. There you go. Oh, God. Yeah, that's that's the worst part. You only get sound on the left ear, not the right ear. (laughs) Something like that. You can find that version already if you really want to. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We truly appreciate you watching and listening. It is the Lakers. uh, Tell you what, unfortunately... Doing what they can to get back in the game in the final minute. Coming down from 10 points down. Miraculous comeback. Could have executed a couple more free throws. Even one free throw to win the game. Unfortunately, didn't. And collapsed in overtime. 133 to 122 to the Philadelphia 76ers. Juan has a good point. We should not put this all on Westbrook, even though he did miss a lot of layups. And as Z has pointed out, I said 50-50 on his layups. And actually, is that worse than that on his layups? Looks to be about- he also made a lot of bad decisions in, yeah, in the overtime. Yeah, absolutely. But LeBron had, I understand, 23 points, but you could see it. The eye test will show you. And John was mentioning it. Nick was mentioning it on the live stream. It was a really bad a- a game for him. Just 
poor decisions, turnovers, missed layups. He just did not look – he looked like an old man out there tonight. He looked gassed. Yeah, he did look gassed. He looked uh, what, gassed. Yeah. I was going to say – I wanted to add on Joe, Joe, Joe's point, and I guess they need to go back to doing layup drills like they do in, you know, second or third grade. <laughs> um, the, the one play that really bugged me, I'm like, wow, that's a very low IQ play for, for you know, for being in 20th season. Uh, when LeBron made that uh, cross-court pass to Westbrook, and uh, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? It looked like he had nothing to do with, you know, he had no business with wanting to shoot the ball. And obviously Westbrook, it was too high for him. So he tapped to Pat Bev and Pat Bev did Pat Bev things. He held onto the ball and shot it when it was too late. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's crazy how, you know, how they played in the last few minutes of the fourth and all of a sudden in o- overtime, it seems like, you know, they look like deer in headlights. They didn't know what to do. And um, they looked like they did, you know, they had nothing. They wanted to do anything with it. And, um, yeah, it's just, uh, it was just a very strange game and a game that they could have won. But, you know, like like Joe and I mentioned is that, you know, if they're going to wait until, you know, three minutes left in the game to play to make a serious effort, then this is not a, you know, they're not going to go very far. As I said to Z and, and uh, you know, Z was saying, Zangerstein, the missed layups are what kills them, specifically when they clang strongly off because it feels like a turnover. Uh, this is a team, Joe, that lives in tra- on transition. It lives off a of pace. I, I argue with this all the time with Laker Tom. He tells me, you got to shoot your threes, got to shoot your threes. The Lakers, uh, you know, tonight, when you're shooting 38% for them, that's like really high end for them. That's the best you're going to get from them, uh, you know, pretty much from what as far as any type of consistency. So the Lakers must live off of their transition in order to stay in these games. And if you're in transition and you want to go ahead and speed up the pace you've got to hit your layups it's just that simple got to hit those layups no i think the three-point shot if it did anything to the to the league is it destroyed fundamental game inside uh, the 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 two three feet from the rim their their mind is thinking three in fast breaks now they're not thinking spread out pass the ball Wait for one to commit, then go. It, I mean, guys, I'm sitting in a, in a in a dining room chair right now, saying this to NBA players. All they had to do was spread out. Instead, those four. Let me calm down for a second. <laughs> are like, what are they bunching up? What are they trying to get warm for the for the winter? Spread out, spread out. You did them a favor. LeBron was in there. He should know that. He's supposed to have high IQ. What happened? It keeps happening, too. If it was a one-off, fine. If, you know, crap happens. But Jesus, guys, Jesus Christ, you're supposed to make layups in the NBA. You're supposed to score on a four-on-one. I don't get it. I don't get what is going on. And then you blame Darvin Ham, and you blame the At some point... You got to look yourself in the mirror and go, I suck and change something. And if you're not, if your body and your mind, because this happens too. So I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. If you are an athlete that's been playing this high for so long and you're finally out, your brain, your body is tired, right? I remember Isaiah Thomas after he blew his Achilles. After he blew his Achilles, he said, I was done. That was it. My brain, my body, my legs, it was gone. If that's the case, then you need to retire. Retire and go. 
You had a great career. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. Whatever the hell you you celebrate, go go do it, because this is this is the the Sixers served a W on a platinum platter, not a gold or silver platter. They basically said, you know what? The hell with this game. Here, go ahead and have it. And the Lakers took it and dropped it. They just dropped it for whatever reason. Yeah, they did. Absolutely. I, I, I wish I had stayed out later. <laughs> wow, this was just a punch in the face, punch in the gut. Yeah, it was. Uh John, I know that uh, Z's in the chat. Uh, Bryant was burned by Embiid. I know a lot of people were already asking about that in the chat room already as far as uh, Jones and Bryant, you know, having the five fouls. Uh, we, we joked that, like, uh, I think earlier in the game, I think we joked that, what, uh, three minutes would be six fouls, three minutes if Jones came into the game. I, I, they had absolutely no confidence in Thomas Bryant because he was just miserable facing off against Bryant because Bryant, uh, excuse me, Embiid because Embiid was destroying him, and, and you can see the the junk defenses. And I know that he, LeBron, might have been tired playing a lot of center because he had to play a lot of center with AD out of the game with foul trouble, and Bryant giving you nothing and no Gabriel because he's injured, and and the fact that Jones is well, unfortunately Jones. You really didn't have much in the way of options. You're right. He could have been affected by playing against the Bree and beat so much. You know, like like I was telling you in the in the playback live stream, um, this is a really bad game to not have winning Gabriel. Although winning Gabriel, you know, is is isn't very strong. I mean, he's strong, but you know, not to the point where Embiid's strong. But uh, no, no. we could have really used his length tonight, uh, Bryant. You know, and I don't blame him. He just. For some reason, he always looks undersized, but he really looked undersized tonight. Uh, you know, it's not it's not his fault that, you know, we really don't have any other options other than AD to guard Embiid. Uh, but, yeah, he just looked unplayable tonight. I don't know what the case is with Damian Jones. I mean, I would have tried putting him in there because, you know, he's he's a little bit stronger than Bryant, so I would have at least tried or, you know, put him on Embiid and maybe double-teamed him when he, when he, when he got the ball. But yeah, it would have been really nice to have winning Gabriel in this game. It wouldn't have been, you know, the perfect solution, but it would have helped for sure. And the, some of those calls that the refs called early on AD were just complete BS. I don't know what they saw. Yeah. I think they were watching a different game. Um, I don't know if they were paid to to make call those foul those those fouls. I don't know what was going on, but uh, you know. And, and I know we're going to be accused of being a Homer Homer podcast or Homer show when we say this, but I can yeah. tell you legitimately that there were times in the first half where, again, AD got those those really bogus calls against him, but there were a couple times AD got hit and LeBron got hit that were legitimate fouls, and Austin Reeves got hit, and there was nothing called on those from the refs. I don't want to say there's bias because the NBA is not going to tell you that there's any bias and whatnot, but really the calls were not going the way, and that was just another mountain joke that the Lakers had to call. You saw scratches all over uh, Reeves's right yeah, arm. Yeah, it was all shoulder yeah. and all that. Yeah, the NBA and I, I remember seeing uh, this was. I remember seeing Rondo's fingernails. This was a few years back. I can't remember if it was on the Celtics, but I'm sitting there going, "You know what? These guys." Because the other thing was, uh, I remember Powell got a really deep scratch on his arm. I Always. said, "The NBA needs to monitor these nails. That's a dangerous thing to have." Yeah. Infection. You know, it could. What if it gets in the eye? It's it's not good. 
Well, I got to uh, tell you right now, as you know, my wife's a, a nurse here in, in the Clark County area, Las Vegas area. They, she has to make sure her nails are taken care of before she goes on duty, before she yeah. goes on shift. And that goes with every nurse and every medical personnel that, that, that works. You're right, because yeah. it's that simple, because it, the longer your nails infection, especially with what's going around right now with the flu, COVID, you know, the whole nine yards. The, the ref letting them play is always going to be something I prefer, even if it's somewhat obvious on some things. I'm willing to play that if they are even on both sides, just because I think the NBA is missing that physicality a little bit sometimes. It's okay. nice to be able to get into somebody and maybe frustrate them. Embiid is a big pansy. He's the perfect uh, – you saw that flop he did when AD got the ball from him at the end. I mean, he, he looked like CP3 at seven feet tall without how he flopped. I mean, if I was uh, if I was AD on the court, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing, a pirouette while, while trying to get the ball? Who are you fooling? And they, the, the refs didn't get fooled on that one, which is which is kind of nice to see. Uh, but they do need to monitor that. And uh, if, if, as far as physicality, from what I've watched, I watched the first half, and then I missed the third. Watched parts of the fourth, and then watched the overtime. So I, I, I'm sure I missed some stuff here that, that were probably relevant to the You're game. You're not missing any of the bad. The, the good, yeah. Time. The third quarter, I know they yeah. kind of crapped the bed, but <laughs> the, the 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 issue here is <laughs> is when. When uh, Malcolm Butler, when you allow Malcolm Butler to intercept your ball, you need to finish the game. And that's essentially what they did. But the Lakers couldn't finish the game. Like you said, they get, they served it up to him on a silver platter. And, for, and for those of you who don't know who Malcolm Butler is, that's the guy that intercepted Patriots. the ball from Russell Westbrook. I'm sorry, Russell Westbrook. Russell, Russell Wilson. <laughs> and essentially... That, I think that was the downturn of his career, and it's now yep. finally coming to fruition. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Belchick, Belchick, Belchick cut him. Yeah, never to well, be seen again. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just God, you know. If it hadn't ha- if it hadn't been going on, it might have been different. But this is the stuff that's been going on, and I almost at this point would rather just have. You know, you talk about running the running the gun. You know, running running and gunning. You can't do that with LeBron right now. He's too old. Yeah. AD is too fragile to run up and down the court all game every well, game. Dude, that's the only way the Lakers. You see then, how them in half court. They're terrible. Then, all the more reason. All the more reason to understanding how terribly constructed this team is. This team is not constructed to do what it actually would benefit the team to do, because they're either got too many old guys on it. Too many insufficient, too many low IQ players. Yes, LeBron James is one of those guys. He might be Mr. Uh, Rain Man when he remembers plays from April 6, 2018. But <laughs> when it comes to running a fast break and when to shoot and when not to pass, I'm sorry, guys. I've been watching LeBron play almost every game for four years. His IQ, his basketball IQ is massively overrated. Massively overrated. And I and you can quote me on that. And I'll talk to anyone and any anybody here. I watch the games. You can't trick me on this one. And I'm not trying to be a dick on it either. Excuse my language, but I'm not. I'm telling you what I'm watching. And that's what's going on. And you think that those two points don't matter. Yes, they do. This is a momentum business, momentum game, momentum sport. Those two points, like I used to tell people about Shaq. 
He used to dunk on people and score only two points. But emotionally, it was like eight points. I've seen both sides. This is what it is. You don't, it, That basket in the third quarter, when you don't make it, matters. And especially in today's NBA, where a lead can vanquish in 30 seconds, even up nine. Even, especially more now. It was like that before, but it's especially now because no lead is safe. I want to go say this. I'm going to say this in regards to Anthony Mm -hmm. Davis and Austin Reeves. I know we were hard on them for missing the free throws, John, but together they were 16 of 18. The only ones they missed were those two free throws in the final minute. LeBron James, one of eight from three, four of eight from the line. Again, all it took is just hitting one of your free throws, going 50% from the free throw line. Today was not a great LeBron James day. I understand 23 points, but just – he it's not. Really bad today. It's not the, the, the. We're not. I'm not trying to be insensitive. This is his 20th season. He shouldn't be playing right now. Really, he shouldn't be playing anymore. 20 years is way a lot. Okay. It's not that he can't move, or it's the decision making that I believe shouldn't be happening. But maybe that's what it is. Maybe the fact that he has been doing this for so long. And his body and mind are finally running out of, of gas. This is the result. But I also noticed it two and three, four years ago, even in 2018. And you could say that's, you know, he's still in the league 16 years. But that's my point here, guys. If this is if, if this is the performance that we have to see, and it, it's going to be a detriment to winning, then then you need to you need to retire. You need, or you need to go to a team that doesn't need to win. And they had we him play to 44 the minutes Lakers. tonight. They had him play 44 minutes Yeah, tonight. he's done. He was cut. That happened, that happened in the uh, Cleveland game, guys. He was burnt in the Cleveland game. As soon as, as, soon as he had to – you could see it. I was watching him. As soon as he kind of was like – that was it. That was when Cleveland made the run and, the, and finished off the game. We don't have any depth. We don't have any depth. We don't have any anyone that can make a layup when it matters. It just you you don't we we don't, it's a badly constructed team it's 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 trying its best to win but it's just not gonna work it's not going to work and at, at at this point I was back and forth on whether I wanted Westbrook to stay on this team but I think he has to go yeah he has to go now it's not this even if he plays great the next two weeks and they win every game he still has to go it doesn't matter they they need someone who can shoot they need someone who can shoot. They, they, I mean, bad, really badly right now. Like, it's really evident right now. And, uh, you know, with the overtime, I know there's some criticism by Juan uh, and others in regards to Darvin Ham. Once again, it's the Lakers fast break. John, I wanted to ask you this. Coming out of the overtime, you know, once you started seeing that momentum go away, you got to call a timeout a lot sooner. I really think that he let this thing go far too long in the overtime and the momentum – I understand the Lakers came back from 10 points down within the span of a minute, but they're not going to do that every single time. Okay. Common sense tells you once it starts to go away, you call a timeout, you gather the troops and you try to go ahead and rectify it. He did these things way too late. As soon as you saw that start to go away from the Lakers should have been planning better in that overtime. I I really want to go ahead and say, I think that Darvin Ham, I think did not make the right choices in that overtime as well. Yeah, I agree because, uh, you know, there are some things that we can let slide, like, uh, you know, for being a rookie coach. But 
this is something that a rookie coach should know. It's like, you know, NBA coaching one-on-one. Uh, you know, when the other team's on a run, if you look like your team needs a timeout, or if they're having trouble making plays, call timeout, you know, drop drop a couple of plays. But, um, you know, this is, un- this is unexcusable. And, uh, you know, to the point with that chat was making, um, I agree with you guys. LeBron can't play can't play those type of minutes anymore. Um, you know, if if it's possible, like you can play him in, you know, a few minutes in the first and the second and save him for the fourth. I mean, that's what I would do. But, um, you know, the, the question I want to ask you guys, the panel and the chat is that, do you think that this is the biggest drop off we've, we've seen LeBron from one season to another? I agree. It has been, uh, although with AD out with four fouls, that didn't help, per, you know, that just perpetuated the things. They had to go to junk defenses. They had to put LeBron to the five. You saw a lot of zone from the, from the Lakers, double teaming and triple D teaming, which left D, uh, you know, DeAnthony Melton open for those threes. You pick your poison. You don't expect DeAnthony Melton to hit eight threes, but he did 30 points. Yeah. So that's part of the problem right there. Like you said, Joe, a lack of depth, a lack of depth is creating these issues for the Lakers continuously. You can't sick a, a dog on anyone on the team. Cause we don't have any dogs. Uh, other than AD, but AD's guarding three guys. You can't expect him to guard the guy that's running around making shots also. The team is its deficient in so many areas, and mainly for me, it's mental. It's gotten to the point where the mental part of this is is really getting aggravating to watch. Uh, you would think that – I mean, I've, 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 I've seen these guys – play I I, I I i i i wish somebody would tell me if i'm i'm being harsh here because i really want to know details on why am i being too harsh on these guys for not doing the fundamentals that's what i want to know am i am i that out of touch with this i've been i i'm i watch these games guys i know the current nba i i know what's going on what's going on here why can't these guys make a layup why can't they make a layup why can't they run a fast break? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know if I'll ever get it at this point. These matter. They've lost a few of these games because of bad decision-making that isn't a, 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 the, the opponent making you make the bad decision. You know the difference there, too. If someone is guarding someone well and they need to maneuver and they can't, you can see that, hey, man <laughs> – so and so's on them, man. They 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 can't get any space. They can't get any space. They can't get to their spots. They can't, you know, the every every layup, every shot is is being contested. That's not happening. It's it's uh uh out of character. I shouldn't say out of character because this is habits that they're doing, but just dribble, 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 harden ball, harden ball, harden ball, shoot. Harden ball, harden ball, shoot, maybe four or five times a game. So imagine that if you're making one of those five. That's four shots you're just wasting. So as far as Darvin Ham is concerned, people were blaming Darvin Ham. Darvin Ham has a, sometimes a little bit of Phil Jackson in him where he'll let them figure it out, which I, which I respect. The problem is, Darvin, you don't have smart players to figure it out. You don't have enough smart players in the right positions to figure it out. So he's going to need to make Patrick a Beverly. Yeah, I mean, Patrick <laughs> Beverly, you want to talk about someone who has been not only forgotten in the toaster, this is, this is a guy that's in the fire pit burnt in terms of ability. He cannot 
do anything. He dropped off worse than any player in the NBA right now, according to what I've seen. Yep. I mean, he can't do jack squat. He can't make a shot to save his life. So I, <laughs> we, we can't go from THC not living up to his contract to finding somebody who is ten, 11 years older than him and can't shoot. Can't really play defense either. Oh God, it's just. Uh, I think we had, they had built so much momentum, but you know, even then, guys, it's it, it, everything has to be perfect for this team to run that run it right. That's not how it works in the NBA. You got to have depth. You got to have people that pick up pick up the weight every now and then. No one, no one picks up Jack. I mean, there's so many curse words that would work better with my dialogue, <laughs> but I can't use them. I keep using these uh, crap and. And darn words. It's not working, guys. Um, Gosh darn it. Yeah, darn it. yeah. Uh, I, I feel like. Uh, Gosh dang you. Yeah. Yeah. That, this this doesn't have enough oomph. God bless America. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a bunch of, that's a bunch of boot shoot. Well, and, and as far as Darvin Ham, to, to end this with Darvin Ham, I mean, at, if I'm Darvin Ham, I have a five, four-year contract. Maybe go into that locker room and just say, you know what, LeBron, you know what, Russell, you guys are supposed to be hall. Of, you're going to be hall, first by Hall of Flamers. Why? Why can't you make a layup? Why can't you run a four-one break? What What is going on here? And see what they say. Are they going to get defensive? Probably, but good. That's what you want to do. You want to press the button. When you press the button. You get to see the real person. You know that, right, guys? Right? Yep. Yeah. Press the button. You see what prizes you get from it. Where's uh, Where's fried chicken? I'm going to tell him a business line here. <laughs> when you press the button in business, that's when you know you want a negotiation. He has not responded as of yet. <laughs> from the narcissist. Right? closers. And by the way, I am never, ever going to do a TED talk, a life talk, motivation, crap, whatever it is that these people do out there. Tony Robbins. Never. So if you're going to get some valuable information outside sports, because we want to be accommodating to the general audience too. That's how I was taught (laughs) the broadcast. I will tell you some nice secrets of, of, of business so that you guys can better your lives and how to spot problems because that's why my life is so good i can spot problems in a very short window and when you spot problems early you eliminate them and then you don't have problems what a narcissist and, and yeah you can segue that into, into sports <laughs> you see the problem you eliminate it quick like cancer cancer you wait too long done get it early you got a chance now, come on one of the things I want to ask you guys before we head on out, before we talk about what's going on later this weekend in Detroit, it's the Lakers fast break. He's just having a good old what time. He went from crap. enraged. He went from enraged to just yeah. He's firecracker. It's firecracker. My buddy, my buddy told, uh, coined that. I didn't. I didn't coin that. He said I'm like a firecracker. You know, I get mad for a three four second spurt, and then I'm back. About more. It's done. It's over. Okay. I will say now that before we head on out, I do want to ask you, John, something I mentioned uh, at the start of the game, 
it was i'm still curious as why you know with this roster the way it is and i know zangerstein has always an issue with the 17 guards that we have on this roster seemingly. i do too yeah i do too as well we keep on starting these small lineups with both schroeder and also beverly out there and then also at times pair them both up with westbrook making us even smaller uh, Schroeder has been playing, I guess, adequately, I guess is the best way to describe it. Uh, Beverly was, what, 4 of 4 today, which was miraculous, but really was not much of a factor for most of the game outside of the technical that he got in the overtime. I want to hear your thoughts as far as you know, why do we continually are, are, are relying upon it? Why is, why is Ham still infatuated at this point in time with that starting lineup with starting these small guards it's just to me illogical that he keeps on doing choose one or the other and just go with that i'm going to answer your question with another question what other choice does he have who else can he start they're all short well, guards. i know you talked about troy brown i, I know he hasn't played great he's, he's borderline unplayable yeah you give him the ball he looks like a deer in headlights austin reeves do you have to play him off the bench is is that the only way you feel he's effective I feel like size. I feel I don't know. I think Darwin doesn't know what to do, so he just you know. You, you don't need to well, I, know because I, I, and I, I understand. See, it's because of the names and their you know the reputations. And you, I understand you don't, the NBA. You already explained it. That. John already said it. There is no choice. What choice does he have? Yeah, he has no. He has zero, zero. I mean zero, guard play with any consistency. Game in and game out. Even with all the 17 years. Yeah. Zero. I mean, Austin Reeves looked great today. What did he look like the other day? He looked awful. You're just not Because gonna, he's you know, not a star. Go. He's a role yeah. player. They're going to yeah, have their, sure. their moments. And he's going to make six out of seven one game and one out of seven the next game. That's what role players do. That's yeah. why Austin Reeves' best spot will be on a title team, the seventh and eighth position, where he'll play 15 to 20 games a la uh, Kuzma, a la Caruso. Caruso was never, you know, people love Caruso. We all love Caruso, right? We keep comparing him to Caruso. Caruso never played more than 20, 22 minutes a game. He just, he, he doesn't have that kind of talent to play 40 minutes, 35 minutes, and be a 30-point, eight-assist type player. Like, I mean, you, 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 I feel like I, I shouldn't be explaining this. You have too well, many washed-up players on this like team. That keep coming up every single game. They keep up coming up every single time. So we got to answer it. And when I ask you these rhetorical questions, I already know the answer. But the thing is, when you have limited resources, it just, it's so bad when you see the way, you know, outside of tonight, Patrick Beverly shooting four for four seems like a miracle because we've seen him struggle all season long. We've seen him being a detriment to this team all season long. Yet you keep on having the infatuation because of his reputation which the NBA relies upon so much. It just, it's, you got to go ahead and try something else. We, we've had, we've had issues as Laker fans. That's funny. Blue, Ma- uh, Blue Magic just mentioned Avery Bradley. Yeah, poor, I mean, he's been, and that's guy. what we've seen. He's been our punching bag here for a few years. Yeah. Look, guys, <laughs> we have always had, we have always had a player, at least one. Player. He was part of Laker Tom's nightmares. I we will tell you rode that. and rode because they weren't good enough. If it wasn't 
Patrick Beverly this year and Schroeder this year and Westbrook. It was it was Bradley. Bradley. If it wasn't Bradley, it was Luke Walton. If it wasn't Luke Walton, it was Derek Fisher. We cannot bother ourselves with guys that are not the stars. And <laughs> you can't bother yourself thinking about those things when they're not stars. They, that, they are who they are. And the only time I've been really upset. They are who we thought they were. Uh, yeah, I always get this image of Dennis Green when somebody says that. The, the Dennis Green meltdown. The quote. reason why it was better than the Jim Morrow. Grunt him in the ass. <laughs> yeah. The reason why the Denny, Denny Green meltdown was better than the Jim Morrow ones, because I've had discussions about which one was better. Jim Mora, even no, though he was he was erratic in both, the Saint one that he did and the Colts uh, one. The Colts one is the most famous one because of the playoffs. But he somewhat the was Morrow ones make, were good too, though. Which one? The moral ones were good too, though. That's what I'm saying. The moral one, uh, he had two of them. One that was with the Saints and one with the Indianapolis Colts. The one with the Colts was the playoffs one, right? That yes. was with the famous one. Playoffs? It, yeah. And that and those two rants, and those two <laughs> rants, he still made sense. He still made sense. <laughs> Denny Green made no sense. Yeah. He made no sense. Like, what was he talking about? He was talking about the Bears like they were the back-to-back Super Bowl champs. What was he upset about? Brian, we, it depends on who they thought we were. Who, who were they? They're the Bears. They haven't won squat in like 40 years. <laughs> Wasn't that when Brian Urlacher was playing? I believe so, yeah. In his prime, too. Yep. Oh, and the Bears treated him like crap on his way out. Yep. Yeah. That was pretty sad how they dealt with that. So, once again, it's the Lakers fast break. The Lakers, unfortunately, fall with a pathetic overtime ever after having a chance to win the game on more than one occasion at the free throw line, 133 to 122. Our attention now turns over to Detroit. And hopefully, L. Rob, uh, you know, a good friend of the show, guy who, can, when he can, stops by on the program, is able to go ahead and, and uh, I think he lives still in the Detroit area, so hopefully he'll catch the game. He did last year, I believe. Hopefully he'll be able to see a win for the Lakers. And it's now more important. You know, I said before we started this road trip that I thought just the momentum for the way the team was playing and the fact, again, the depth on the roster, and I figured that there would at least be one throwaway game like in Toronto where you weren't going to be able to start LeBron or on a back-to-back. I just thought it screamed three and three to me. And right now, John, it looks like we have to do everything that we can as far as as a team to go ahead and beat a hapless Detroit team so that we can just get to three and three so that we can get back to 11 and 15. Cause right now 10 and 15 or 10 and 16, if they were to come out of this 10 and 16, I think that will deflate a lot of people's hopes. Yeah. Because they're already, uh, you know, behind the eight ball, so to speak. Uh, you know, not only are we trying to, you know, hopefully avoid the play in which I don't know if we can, we're also trying to catch up to 500. So right now we're just trying to try to water, and then, you know, try to improve our our, um, our record. But with the way they're playing right now, they're playing like they have 10, 11 really good rotation players when they only have like three. And um, the problem is that, um, you know, they've taken a lot, of these, a lot of these games for granted. And, you know, like how like uh, Howard Hill said in chat, don't take Detroit for granted. I agree with them. After what I, the way I saw them play tonight, I don't know if uh, it's a lock to win Sunday's game against Detroit. They've got to, they got to take it seriously. That's the thing. I mean, yep. 
you know, we thought it was a real part of the reason why you left. Uh, you know, we saw LeBron. It was like in that last minute when we thought the game was out of reach. And as far as in the fourth quarter, we saw LeBron joking around. I was actually telling you that I like I pissed me off Joe, so much. I'm 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 picturing Joe Soro as he's seeing this, getting so mad at LeBron laughing, and then wouldn't you know the Lakers. They brought him back into the game because the Lakers actually caught up and almost, you know, again. Had a you know why they game. brought him back in the game? Because Darvin said, hey, stop joking around. Go make yourself useful. Something like that. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so what is the first thing the boomers or the get off my lawn slappers always do when they don't like something? They go run like little girls, right? Ah, oh, the NBA. Uh Prima Donnas. Uh, I'm going to stop watching the NBA. Uh, all this nonsense. This is going back to what I'm saying, guys. All this nonsense that people do. And in the end, it's all BS. Damn, I really wanted to say the other word because it would have been a nice button. Boot shoot. Here's how I like to react. I'm going to tell you you suck at what you're doing. And I'm staying. Stop running like little four letter, four, five letter word. You know which one that is, right? Yep. With another, with an ES at the end. Yes. You taught us from the people last People get one. mad. People get mad. And they're the like, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And then they run and they stop clutching. How about you look somebody in the eye and tell them what they're doing wrong and wait to see if they'll change. Okay, LeBron, I'm looking at you. I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to watch every Laker game because that's what I do. And I watch all other games too as I, if I can. Stop missing layups. If you can't make a layup at six foot eight and have hands like bananas, what the hell are you doing playing in the NBA? Clock Don't. Chuck. Go retire. <laughs> That's it. How are you going to argue against that? Stop dribbling like James Harden. There's a reason why James Harden hasn't won jack crap his whole career. Stop playing Harden ball. If you're tired, go sit. Tell Darvin Ham I'm tired. Or retire. Retire. I think you were channeling your... What? I'm going to go run away where? Where am I going to run to? (laughs) What am I going to watch? The Kardashians? (laughs) There's nothing on TV anymore. Everything's a remake or some... God, I really want to say some things, but some no-talent whatever on TV. That's it. What else am I going to watch? Shark Tank. At least these athletes possess something that very few people on the planet possess which is why it brings me back. No one can go and do what they do. There's 500 basketball players in the NBA at any given time throughout the year. They 500 out of 8 billion people. You can't fake that. So if you can't do it the right way, and you're supposedly the greatest ever, you're the greatest ever. Hey, when I beat the 73 and 9 team in 16, I knew then I was better. No, you're not better. No. There's a guy named Michael Jordan. There's a guy named Kobe Bryant. Those guys were better. 
and they showed it. Sorry, I'm not seeing it. I've watched it, guys. It's not like he's in Cleveland or Miami. You know, I'm a Laker fan, man. I watch these games. I'm watching you. Believe me, I've seen Shaq, Kobe, LeBron, Magic, Kareem, Worthy. I've seen all the greats. Believe me, I know what I'm watching. We'll be back with more of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. Hey, Lakers fans. Looking for the best place to go for up-to-date news, information, original videos, articles, podcasts, opinion pieces, and discussions about the Los Angeles Lakers? Well, look no further than Lakerholics.com. With a legion of followers always there talking about everything Lakers and the NBA, there's no better place to go to share your fandom as the team heads toward another championship run. So stop by and be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.com. Well, once again, it's the Lakers fast break. Joe knows what he's watching when he sees it, and he saw a very disappointing effort in the overtime as the Lakers fall 133 to 122. We will be back on Sunday, starting with 3 p.m. live watch party. And then, of course, after the game with us here, right here at the Lakers Fast Break. If you're not signed up already, please do so because, you know, we're, you know, think about the future of the live watch parties. I will tell you and be honest with you out there. So, please, if you haven't already, please join us for, you know, one of the nice, friendly, fun, entertaining live watch parties that we have right there for you at playback.tv slash Lakers Fast Break. But before Jay Young says, thanks, Joe, the truth right there. The truth. Double O F. Truth. Double F. Double double F indeed. But double O double F. (laughs) Before we head on out, guys, I mean, is there anything positive we can go ahead and take away? No. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There is something positive. You have uh, AD and his prime still playing well. You have Austin Austin Rivers. Austin uh, Reed. Reeves. Reeves, Austin Reeves, who is playing as with all of his talent, he's playing with all of his talent, and really, that's the positiveness right there. That's that's where I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it at that. Anyone else? I have had uh, very little uh, excitement in, uh, and and again, I'm not trying to be unfair. LeBron is in his 20th season, and I think he needs to retire if he's not going to be LeBron. Of if he wants to just be shacked towards the last couple of years of his career uh, down the road. Okay. But I prefer him not to be in a Laker uniform. Yeah. When I'm, I'm, com- I'm, I'm, I think we're done with this. I, I'd rather get the ball going now. Let's, let's go get some uh, young stuff. I do have a couple positives to add. Um, AD in that these, fourth quarter for me is a big positive. All these players that are playing like crap. They come off this year, um, including Westbrook and Pat Bev. So, you know, we'll be looking to a truly new fresh start with some salary cap next year. But, um, you know, it's it's best for Rob Palenga to trade Westbrook's contract because once Westbrook's contract comes off the books this season, uh, we're not going to be able to get that same amount of um, salary no. – salary, what is it called? Of, of a salary placeholder we'll still or be We'll still be uh, with LeBron ADs over the cap. Salary will still be over the cap. We don't, but have- we will only have thirty million versus like forty-seven million yeah. or something like that. So yeah, you, yeah. So the, it it does it doesn't equate itself out to you know when you take that forty-seven million off the books, it just doesn't work out. Like like Tom says, you know, and and Laker Tom always has a good point when he says if you can all find a trade that will get you 
tradable assets in return. Let's say three fifteen million dollar contracts or a twenty and a you know twenty seven. Get some wings contract. for for God's sake. Yeah, just do three something. Wings. And, I, and Blue Magic brought, brings it up, but is trade happening before the end of this year? Uh, we're getting closer so. and closer to the fifteenth, which is one of the deadlines that you were talking about, Joe. I w- I would say, and I just wrote this for Blue Magic. I don't believe if we're going to run by you know you 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 want to assess someone's uh, capabilities based off of their past, their history, their history, right? Yeah. Rob Polinka is one of the worst leverage GMs or salary. He knows the salary cap, but I, I don't know if he understands that the difference between a soft and hard cap and what that does throughout the year. I'm sure he does, but when you, if you go into this, this season all the way through without trading Westbrook, you are essentially killing one more contract that you could give to a really good player if you don't make a trade. Exactly. That's and even saying. if you don't get what you want, you need that money. That's what the NBA's. That's how the NBA set this up, folks. They set it up because they want NBA players to make these contracts. That's part of the CBA. You can't just you can't just have a have a team of minimum contracts. Have you noticed? For those who aren't paying attention. Have you noticed that there isn't a team out there? Even Donald Sterling couldn't do this when he was the owner, and he would have done this. They don't allow you to have 12 minimum contracts on a team. It doesn't work. CBA doesn't allow it. You have to pay a certain amount. You have to cover a certain amount of the salary cap to guarantee these players, what is it, 50-50 right now? Yep. Uh-huh. I think we have 11 minimum contracts, right? We have go, the th- three stars, and we have the MLE contract. You got it. Yeah, we have two MLEs. You have to trade Walker. Russell Westbrook for an equal number if you hope to have something to trade next year That's or something. You've got the three players, the big three. You've got Beverly, and then he hits the two MLEs, and then the rest are minimum contracts. And then the two ways as well. I have, a, I have a question for you guys. I have a question for everyone in the chat um, and uh, you as well, Joe and uh, Gerald. Um, do you think uh, Rob is less likely or more likely to make a trade after getting that big fat extension from Genie? That's a good question. I don't think it matters. I think it does. I think it does too. I, I, I don't think it matters because even if he gets fired, he's going to get paid and he goes back to being an agent. He loses nothing here. Well, we know that, but he loses know. nothing. Rob Polinka, something. That's Rob Polinka, sure. other than walking outside LA after staying or leaving, that's the only place he has to worry about. And no one really, none of those guys walk outside LA anyways. If they do, they're wearing a mask. Kobe couldn't walk in LA. Kobe could not walk the streets of LA. He, it would have been the Beatles in the sixties. He wouldn't have made his clothes would have been ripped off, <laughs> ripped off him. He walked uh, in skid row. So, so as long as Rob stays out of L.A., you know, Marcella Swalla style, you've lost all your L.A. privileges. Deal, okay, no problem. He'll go to back to Michigan or Texas or wherever he lives. I don't know where he lives, but he go back there. LA. No one gives a crap about <laughs> Rob Palinka in Austin, Texas, or Phoenix, Arizona. They don't give a crap about there. So. Um, hell, they might even care in Orange County. I mean, Kobe Bryant used to say, he, he "Oh, that's where it was, Orange County, Orange County, Orange County," because you have such a, 
you know, kind of yuppie type atmosphere there. He used to be able to go to Baskin Robbins with his kids and get ice cream. Yeah, he'll get an autograph request every now and then and and a picture, but they left them, they generally left them alone over there. But in LA, no shot. So Rob, you've got the you've got the best life right now. You already got a championship ring, thanks to Clutch. And you got a extension. And if you get fired, you get to go do what you were doing before for 25 years. You don't lose. You just got to get out of L.A. That's it. And, hey, I don't even like L.A. <laughs> I would never live in L.A. <laughs> Blue Magic says, I think it's less likely that a trade happens. Rob has job security now. Rob has more to lose, at least reputation-wise, if he makes a trade and it doesn't work. I just think that that extension before the season started with everything still kind of like in limbo as far as what the season was going to be like was a stupid move an absolutely stupid move by the front office to go ahead and give him that it's just you're giving him every reason to go ahead and be complacent and that is just there's no time with lebron's clock ticking like we we didn't know it was gonna be ticking this fast and that he would have off days like this more often my guest on my last show, my Thursday show, Boomer Perot, please check it out if you haven't already. He is it was indicating the signs of the drop-off were there for him. He can see that. We can see that. Every A lot of people can see that. The thing was, going into the season, we weren't sure how much the drop-off would be. Well, there's been a big drop-off, and the time is now to go ahead and make these moves while you still can get LeBron playing like a LeBron maybe one out of every four or five games. You know, at this point, right now, you're going to be lucky to get those that kind of consistent 30 point games that you're used to seeing from LeBron, unless you're going to go ahead and provide him some help because you cannot play him 44 minutes and expect a great return on your investment there. No, no, no. LeBron is. If LeBron isn't playing 28 minutes a game, you're you're gonna. I said that in the beginning of the season because he was averaging 36 right off the get go. That's crazy. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Let him. Uh, he'll break. Kareem's record here. And that's it. And you'll hear him in the post-game uh, interview talk about, probably say I, maybe 15, 30, 80 times. Blue, Go we've on. talked bad about Jeannie a lot on this show. You know, she's she's a nice person, thankful that she won her issue, ownership of the team and all that. But there's a time when you got to say, you know what, maybe it's time, it's best for me to sell the team. And remember. And Bus need to go out. Remember. This what we're saying right now is hot air. She they have no incentive to fire Rob and Jeannie to sell the team yeah, because not. we are watching exactly. We are talking about the Lakers hour and six minutes after a two and a half, three hour game, sometimes three hours of 15 minute game. It's not she a situation like it is zero the incentive. Zero. I don't know who the hell watches the Angels, so that doesn't make sense. Well, me for starters, but Artie Marino. I, mean, I, I, I can. He, he's selling the team. So, I can. But, yeah, I can give team. you. I can give you about fifteen hundred other things that you can probably do with your time. Well, than watching the Angels play. I was there for an inning watching my kids sing, and I go other than Otani, I would have stayed for Otani, but everything else. Well, actually, you know what? I will. I will give you this. I think I might have said this before. They have the best food there. I told you that. And that's what happens when your team sucks. You got to make it up somewhere. You got to sell tickets somehow. <laughs> yeah. <Yes>. Yeah. <laughs> well, but we, we have no started. look. Here's the thing the reality needs to set in, folks. We are the problem. 
me, you, and you, and those and guys over there. Yeah, everyone here. The millions and <laughs> millions of Laker fans around the world. The we keep watching, just like the Cowboy fans. Cowboy yeah. fans, Jerry Jones has no incentive to not Jerry Jones it because they pull in 42 million, million people to watch their games. 42 million. That's Super Bowl numbers like 20 years ago. That's nuts. And Derpy, yeah, okay, we were hard on Reeves for AD for choking those free throws, but again, I wasn't. Only, I wasn't. Well, John and you I were. Was, John, yeah, John. Well, no, I I think it was justified because they, you're they, a professional they basketball player. Make your damn free throws so you can win the game. I think the second but that was the free, only free throws that they. I missed think the second free throw AD missed was the They're burner. They're also more important because yeah, it, that's it, he should have been concentrating more. Austin Austin Reeves' <laughs> second miss Focus. or third miss. Does it create what Be happened with the AD thing? Be the basket. You can make <laughs> the <basket>. your enthusiasm. <laughs> uh, you know what? Well, you know what? Hassan is there. He 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 thinks we're, we're going to be okay. So you know that's Laker Tom enthusiasm. That's Laker Tom enthusiasm right there. For you. God bless him. Well, Laker Tom okay. needs to start showing up. Otherwise, his fans are going to start getting mad. Well, I, I he's under the mad. weather. The last time I heard, he was suffering from flu-like symptoms. We're all under. He's the not AD where he could just bounce back. The guy is what seventy-seven. Yeah, he just turned seventy-seven. We don't make excuses on about the same same age as LeBron. We don't make excuses uh, <laughs> on Lakers fast break. <laughs> nice one, John. Nice one. Uh, you guys are fun indeed. Once again, it's a fun Friday night for us right here at the Lakers fast break. The Lakers unfortunately fall. You know, you guys, watching Joe rant is fun for me. On a day where I could be depressed because the Lakers choked in overtime, 133 to 122. You have done an outstanding job today, John. And, and of course, your banter with me back and forth has enlightened my day. And, of course, watching Joe stress out for his, what, what did he say, three to four seconds after he does and his And risking talks. his blood pressure. Yeah, his Ted Toxie, but after three or four seconds. I don't okay. have blood pressure that, issues. Well, that, 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 I'm like that, I'm like Bill gives Parcells. Gives me some enjoyment back. Gives me some. <laughs> Bill Parcells is still trucking. You ever watch Bill Parcells during a during a game in the 80s and 90s? No, I had to go back. Yeah, man, he was a, he was a beast. He was just he. There's a great clip of him getting mad at Bill Belichick because Bill Belichick was sitting up in the booth, and it is just Bill Bill Parcells is the. It's just he was just one of the most entertaining people to watch during the time he was coaching. Oh man, I was like, dude, everyone's like, hey man, this guy ain't gonna last, right? He's gonna burn out, and he did burn out. That's why he changed so many positions, but he's still good. They, they, I've seen interviews with him, he's still Bill Parcells after all that blood pressure. I mean, God, God rest his soul, but Jerry Sloan was a fiery one too. Yeah. Jerry Sloan pushed a ref one time. Did he really? And the look on his <laughs> face when he pushed him was it was one of the funniest, utter disgusting looks. Like when you're like so mad at somebody, you're like, like he did one of these. <laughs> he was so pissed. I was like, how could you not like guy? We've all been there. <laughs> we've all been there right there. Oh, he shouldn't have pushed the ref. Oh, you've never been mad in your life. Okay. You've never been mad. Maybe the ref 
said something so dumb. You're just like. <laughs> <laughs> These refs need to get a life. I feel bad for Jerry because he, he he's, his career ended because of Darren freaking Williams. Because of Jordan. Uh, no, it was, no, it was it was Duran. I think that issue with Duran. I think. Yeah, the Dur- Duran, the Darren Williams Darren fiasco. Durant. I can't believe. Oh, that's started, right. I forgot about him. He sided with D- Darren Williams over over uh, Sloan. Jerry Sloan. I thought that was a pretty pathetic display of Utahism that that I'd seen. And then he ended up uh, what getting traded to New Jersey and just uh, yeah. yeah. It was one of the it's I in my, in my in my opinion. Remember him and when him and Chris Paul were tied. You know he was only like Chris one, Paul one for the first seven yeah. years of his career. He had the he, to me in my time had the worst drop because you could say Derek Derek Rose had an injury. I, I don't really yeah. consider that a, uh, his fault. Darren Williams was the biggest dissension in a hall of fame career which was going there i've ever seen in basketball because he was on team usa and everything he was good he owned chris every time he played chris paul he was all he he beat him up yeah so i don't know what happened must have and then he went into boxing all right guys but you know what we're gonna go ahead and close that out here because it is the lakers fast break but we will be back uh, at around 3 p.m for lakers <laughs> joe is eating a lollipop at this mariah carry over here there you go uh but <laughs> after that of course we'll be here for the lakers fast break post game show you know it's the best around especially on sundays we always have a great time indeed so please go ahead and check us out then if you haven't liked the video already, please thumbs up for us and subscribe if you haven't already. We're close to 400 subscribers. Can you get us over the hump? Get us to 400, then get us to 500. 600. It's not even about that. It's not even about that. Let's let's get let's uh hit the like button so YouTube can promote the show. So yes. you know if you enjoyed it, other people can see show. it too. Yes, if you got someone in your life that wants better to better the Lakers Nation. Yes. <laughs> you know, but I will, like I said, I gave Trevor Lane credit because he did better a show you by can't, himself. You, you know, you against, can't compare us to Laker Nation yet. First of all, they've been around for 12, almost 13 years. But he's kind of bland. It's so. very vanilla. It's very boring. Isn't that what people like, though? I don't no, know. No, they like you. Did or that they, they hate nah. you. Don't give too much credit there, Gerald. I was reading. Remember, I was reading off the Apple Podcast uh, star reviews, and they were saying they hate you, they love you, they hate Tom, they love Tom, they hate me for going ahead and posting it after one a.m. in the morning. <laughs> so you know, he says. I guess they don't realize that you have to edit it. Yeah, he. Yeah, exactly. Okay, because you know it's the uh, two-hour show or whatever we do, plus an hour to two to edit, and then I got to post it, and then I got to have a family life. And then I don't get paid for this very much. Oh, I make enough every month from this to go ahead and buy a nice dinner at El Pollo Loco. Yeah, that's great. All Trevor right. Lane is a mouthpiece for Polika. That's funny. Yes. That is <laughs> quite often the case. Yes. Best best thing I've heard all night. Yes. <laughs> My question for Polika is what did Kobe see in you? It's because he didn't see him as GM. He saw him as an agent who was making him. I, I told you guys. Z, Polinka, what are you cooking? Polika was on his best behavior. Best. Until Kobe passed cooking. away. That's why Z has no, been able to I, I think it's much. because he was good as an agent, but he's not as good as, good as GM. No, no, uh-uh. It has nothing to do with that. It, it had nothing to do with that. There's something there with that guy. Believe me. That Manos from above thing is, that was his, that would be the, the, 
Well, if you were playing poker with him, that would be his tell card. It's maybe hard. maybe Kobe's it, into that stuff. It's know. hard, Alvin, to get. You know, we've got a great show. I really that's think it was much better Kobe and much around. more entertaining than Lakers Nation. We got to build that audience. It takes time. But I saw it with Knicks Fan TV. I've seen their show, seen what they do. They're sponsored with a cable company, like you're saying, and and it's hard to get a nice large base like that where it's sustainable. Oh, look, look at this, guys. This is what Zangerstein's cooking right now. Paella. Paella, Paella and grilled chicken. Yes. That sounds bomb. Yes. Oh, nice. Better than nice. El Play Loco, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, much better. Yes, yeah, so that's where my monthly earnings go to from Anchor. So, yeah. Have you guys tried tomatoes from like Del Taco or like El Pollo Loco? <laughs> yeah, when Del Taco goes on those kicks where they go tamales. Yeah, Wiener schnitzel. Say, yeah, they're just like the tiny. Yeah, Wiener schnitzel. You're right. You're right. And yeah. they're little tiny. Yeah, no. I, uh, if you're in Las Vegas, the best place to go for tamales is uh, Dona Maria's. It's uh, located on Las Vegas Boulevard, and also they have another location on the west side. Best tamales here in town. They're not as quite as good as the Southern California ones, which you know everybody out there knows where they can go and get good tamales. But for here, for Vegas. Gerald, you got to go to the woman who's selling tamales out of the back of her trunk or like out of her house. Ah, Those are like go. the good, the, the good tamales. Yes. You need to go to a place in Chula Vista, Bonita area in Southern California. Bro, he's in Vegas. Called <laughs> TJ Oysters. I think you the told me The greatest about that. fish taco. It's called smoked tuna fish taco. Well, you guys are near uh, in, in, when, in the San when, Diego area. Lucha Libre. When I get, when I get, makes out the bomb burritos. When I get a little burrito. bit more time, my plan is to franchise California franchise burrito. that restaurant in Temecula. Have you been Tacos El Gordo in Chula Vista? El Gordo. That's what I said. Well, paella, so How about you take that damn lollipop out of your mouth so I can speak? <laughs> 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 Have you been there? Have been tacos El Gordo? No, I don't think I, I haven't. But it's really good. You should go. And so, the one on Broadway, not the other one. Sounds like crap. <laughs> no, it's actually really good. It's a Tijuana style. Uh, Tijuana. Uh, Alvin, thanks so much for joining us. Truly appreciate it. Uh, Taco El, El Gordo in Vegas is nice. Oh, yeah, they have Vegas location too. That's you right. Know Alvin, what, Blue, right. And they got one on the strip too that everybody seems to flock to. I've had their food; it's really good. I, I highly it recommend it. But the best tamales in Las Vegas, I could say, is is Dona Maria's. Dona Maria's. But again, Southern California, a little bit better. A little bit better. But, uh, it's always the bomb. Yes, yeah, in LA. But Lucha Libre for a, a great burrito in San Diego. Nacho. Um, Alvin saying that. Uh, uh, as, uh, what is this? A S I T as it stands. As it stands is, uh, yeah. uh, is also a Lakers post game dude is chill and knows basketball. You can always stop by here. We always love to have him on. Watch us live and watch their replay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but once again, it's the Lakers fast break. We will be back on Sunday, hopefully right there for you at the live watch party. But of course, right after the game, it's of course the best Lakers post game that's out there. Z. Continue the great cooking. Everybody else in the best Lakers chat Save room us is out plate. there. Appreciate it. Alvin, Blue Magic, of course. Zanger signs. I'm here because I don't like them defending the front office poor team construction. They could have signed threes and fours, and no matter how subpar, they choose seven guards. Go exactly. back. Okay, don't let don't let the food burn, though. 
don't let the food burn. Exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. Because the paella sounds really good. So it does. Uh, but yes, we know Z. We know uh, we agree with you that, that something's got to something's <laughs> got to happen. But we wish everybody, uh, Gerald, just don't turn into Trevor Lane. <laughs> My voice, the way it goes high like this, could never go like Trevor Lane, <laughs> who is talking. And it was a great game by the Lakers today. He says, was, ah, a lot. Yeah, very competitive <laughs> effort. Uh, they almost won it, almost pulled it out at 133 to 122. Great having everyone in the chat today. This is uh, Trevor Lane right there for you. That's it's just great. And, and the Lakers um, really did a great job today, but unfortunately could not pull out the win. Uh, I think the front office is doing a great job. Joe, how about yourself? So the NBA Players Union agreed to extend opt-out deadline for CBA. Yes, that was uh, announced earlier today. So what does Let's that mean? There's any... I don't know. I'm just giving you this monotone voice, so hopefully it will be soothing right there for you. It's like Trevor Lane's voice, just not changing. Not Trevor's, Trevor's voice pisses me off. <laughs> not inflecting. It's not going up or down. Everybody picks on my voice because he it is very monotone. Yeah. Yes, that's why I'm just going ahead and just giving it to you like this. It's probably why they like to listen to him. Puts you to sleep. You have to understand something, guys. You have a lot of people out there that that have made bad decisions in their life. Whether they've been divorced, whether they're with a spouse that's aggravating, they have kids that don't listen to them, they have dogs that don't shut up. Imagine all that, right? Imagine all that. Their wife doesn't respect them. The wife doesn't respect them, especially. There's a lot of that going on, but there's a lot of beta males nowadays, and that's their fault. Sorry, you guys grow some balls, but that's, that's my assessment on that. So now all that, and then you got to deal with a boss probably. They all work for somebody, and they have probably crappy friends, and their neighbor sucks. So imagine all those things, and then they sit down and listen to Lakers Nation. And you have this positive guy, this monotone guy that just gives them that false hope uh, for like an hour. On that note. <laughs> yeah, on that note <laughs> I can't do this monotone thing very much, but it is the Lakers fast break. We'll be back on Sunday. You know, the gang is going to be here or in some form or fashion for the live watch party. And of course, also as well, right here after the game, Joe, and don't forget, they pay $20 to have Trevor Lane read their comment. I wish they would. That is true. The super chats. Yeah. yeah that, well, that's, but you have to hit a thousand subscribers. First. I'm never, I'm putting it on record right now. I will never collect a dime on anything like that. Give it all to G. Uh, goes all first to trying to get the production value. Give it all to Gerald. I'm not doing that. <laughs> we'll use it as a Tacos El Gordo fund. It's all right. Yeah. Trevor Lane's video says you watch one video, you've seen them all. And she that is, is true. Like yeah. I don't want to collect money from people, hard-earned money. Let let Gerald collect their hard-earned money. Let John go get his El Gordo. Gordo, my friend, Gordo. El Gordo chicken from wherever the hell he goes. It's carne asada, not chicken. I want, I want <laughs> our money to come from people that are that have three letters on their name. CBS, ABC, NBC. Now you guys are just getting me hungry for some food. I feel like even actually going to like Pops or something right here in Las Vegas. If you haven't, I've heard of Pops. How many Pops, places do you guys go? Amazing sandwich place. That's one place here that does it better than anybody in Las Vegas. Pops sandwiches. Pops. Yes, Pops. Everyone out there. Like like, like turkey, like BLT sandwiches. Like what type of sandwiches? Just a sub sandwiches. Hoagies, okay. subs. You know, so it's like a Jersey cakes. Mike's or like yeah. A, they um... just grill. They literally grill it from from me to my camera. 
that's how the close they are. They grill it right directly in front of you. You just go up behind. It's just a screen. You will make the order, whatever it is. They add Damn, the, their Philly cheesesteak looks good. With the cheese whiz. Yeah, yeah. that's like real cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm, that good. sounds good. Yeah. We got to go there. Yes. We're, you guys come here to Vegas. I'll take you there. We'll, we'll do a remote episode of a Legs Fast Break from Top Pop Sandwiches. Oh, you know it. Absolutely. Business write-off. Yes. <laughs> Use it for John's Krispy Kreme challenge. <laughs> it was even a challenge. I just ate a couple of donuts and was told, told everyone if it's worth it or not. And well, I, spoiler, it wasn't. I'm just glad to have you guys here. And everyone in the chat room, you've been outstanding. Blue and Chi. Zangerstein, hopefully the, the paella and grilled chicken is going to be an outstanding dinner. I have no doubt about yep. that. Howard, uh, again, everybody in the chat room. Albin, you've been great as a Knicks fan. Uh, seemingly great to have you here as well. Just Thank again, you. It's awesome. Yeah, from the bottom of Joe's heart, he's going to go and cry now. Derpy, he's everybody's been great heart. as far as the Lakers chat room. The best Lakers chat room. Howard, got to give you a special shout out as well. Appreciate everyone watching and listening. We will be back on Sunday night for the post game and of course also as well our live watch party but you know we'll be back right here on Sunday after the Detroit game of course at the Lakers Fast Break